Hello everyone, happy Friday, happy Friday. God bless you. Welcome once again to Nursing Your Spiritual Health with me, Maxine. Thank you once again for tuning in. It is an end to the week. I hope you guys are good. I hope you had a lovely week and you are ready to embrace the weekend. I love the weekend because there is moments where you just get to relax and you also have fellowship with the Lord and just enjoy moments of freedom and peace with your family and friends. Hallelujah. Welcome once again. I'm thankful for the feedback. Thankful for the positive comments. Thank you for the criticisms as well. We are aiming to do the Lord's work, spreading the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. And also ensuring that the kingdom of the Lord is known and getting as many citizens to be in that kingdom. Hallelujah. And so we are going to be talking about one man in the Bible who had one of the most brief experiences. And that is Enoch. Enoch was a man of the Lord who definitely expressed the fear of the Lord. I'll be reading from the book of Genesis chapter 5 and it's quite brief from the New King James Version and we've got a lesson to learn here. We've been learning about the spirit that is of the fear of the Lord. It is one of the seven manifestations of the Holy Spirit and this is something that Isaiah prophesied that the Lord Jesus was coming into the world to bring and the Lord brought it upon us and you know the ultimate perfect example we will get to this point we'll be talking about Jesus Christ and the fear of the Lord that he had but the fact that he brought it here on earth for us it means that we have access to it we are available and we should be ready to receive it and use it use it not only in fellowship with Christ, use it in fellowship with our Father in heaven, but definitely use it as an example to set for others so that people can know this is what the fear of the Lord looks like. We know Abraham had the fear of the Lord. We learned that last week. We learned that he had faith, unresounding faith, to the point that the fear that came with his faith revealed a nature and a dynamic of God that no one had seen. Yahweh Yira. And now we get to see from Enoch and what he did and what was required and what it means for us in our lives. As we mentioned last week, that we definitely can learn from the similitudes of the Old and the New Testament. You know, they're not just for entertainment or insight or spiritual awareness. These are models, living examples that we can actually learn from. We can emulate so that we can bring the glory of the Lord, reveal Jesus Christ and have a personal intimacy with him. In the book of Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 to 6, before we start it says by faith Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death he could not be found because God had taken him away for before he was taken he was commanded as one who pleased God and this is going to be my prayer point as we start that we are people who please the Lord that when God sees us that we are pleasing to him And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he is 
a rewarder of those who honestly seek him. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you this lovely Friday. We are thankful for the week. We are thankful for the experiences we've had this week. We glorify your name, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You are true, faithful King. You are Lord of Lords. You're faithful. You're just and true. The eternal blood that speaks for us, we are eternally grateful, O Lord, that you sacrificed yourself and gave us this wonderful gift of salvation and righteousness to be one with you again, O God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your patience. We thank you that you still give us an opportunity to just be aligned to your will. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. As we receive the word today, Holy Spirit, you are welcome into this place. We ask you to give us that message that is very specific to every single listener who's going to receive from this podcast. They'll be going through things they'll be experiencing things but there is a message that you have for them through this fear of the lord that you want us to learn i ask you to bless them bless their lives bless their work of their hands bless their spiritual journey bless their spiritual process as they walk with you in the school of transformation holy spirit we ask you to just give them more capacity in the dwelling place to receive the knowledge of the lord to receive the wisdom of God, to have spiritual understanding so that they can have their rema and they can go forth and speak it with the words of the Lord and just create an aeon that represents the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. We love you. We praise you. We are grateful and we ask all this trusting and believing in Jesus Christ our Lord. Before I get going, if you are new to this channel, thank you. Welcome once again. If you go to our website, there is a section you can definitely click on. And if you are not saved, we would be glad and willing to help you walk through your journey of salvation. Once you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we are definitely going to direct you on a Bible following, Bible faithful, spiritual, indoctrinated Christian church that has been blessed and ordained by God, that they will help you nurture yourself in the word, nurture your spiritual life, nurture your relationship with God as you become a citizen of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And so my word comes from Genesis chapter 5. And it's verse 21. I'll be reading it from the New King James Version. And it says, Enoch lived 65 years and begot Methuselah. And he begot Methuselah. After he begot Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had sons and daughters. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. And Enoch walked with God. And he was not, for God took him. Hallelujah. And so this tells us how Enoch was a man who walked with God. That's it. That's one of the things that we we get from this, that Enoch was a man who walked with God. Of course, there are different scriptures in the Bible that talk about Enoch's prophecies. And, 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 you know, there's also been controversial um, literature about Enoch that was never placed in the Bible there's the book of Enoch. I mean, if you are somebody who's into Christian theology, feel free to, to go and study it. But we definitely know that Enoch was a man who walked with God. 
And so for you to walk with God, there just has to be a character and a nature you just have to have. I mean, it's not just any person who can walk with God. I mean, this is the monarch of the universe. This is the creator. Literally, the I am that I am. You don't just walk with him. We can even see from Moses. Moses dwelt in the presence of God and every time he came down, he had to cover his face because of that Shekinah glory. The year King Uzziah died, the prophet Isaiah said that when he was in the presence of the Lord, he felt filthy, his lips were filthy. The the cherubims had to give him coal upon his lips to cleanse him and that was a prophet. So that tells you there's a state There's a level of consecration, there's a level of purity, there's a level of holiness that you must dwell in to walk with God. And, you know, in the spiritual realm, they talk about this as the holy of holies. It's a wonderful place to be, but there's such a huge requirement. You know, the Lord loves us so much that he's given us this illustration to tell us that it is possible. We are living in a world where there's so much that's happening there's so much that's happening like life is fast the economy is moving there responsibilities relationships need to be had social dynamics politics there's so much happening in this world that you might feel so overwhelmed that in 24 hours of a day you don't even have time to pray or you don't even have time to fellowship you don't even have time to spend with god there are many people who say oh i've got sunday that's the allocated time but god is saying we need to be there at all times you need to be there with him at all times and that means in every single thing we do in how we speak how we operate how we live we must manifest the presence of god and jesus encourages us and he tells us in john chapter 4 in verse 23 he says yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the father in the spirit and in truth for they are the kind of worshipers the fathers the father seeks this is who god is looking for god is spirit and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth and that's the beauty about salvation that when you have given yourself unto christ for you know the value of his sacrifice upon your life you are translated into the spiritual capacity and the spiritual life you have zoe this zoe is powerful you have the life of god in you literally the life of god in is in you so you're no longer a person who is of the flesh you're not tied by the ways of the world you are tied in the spirit to the holy spirit that gives you one eternal law and that's the law of liberty the law to dwell in him the law to be in him the law to be one with him so that you are one with christ and the lord tells us that when he is with us when he is in us the Lord God, our Heavenly Father, also draws near as well. And so we must understand that it's very important for us to draw to God. And in drawing to God, we'll be able to manifest what Enoch did. So Enoch was a man who experienced Jesus in a way. Remember, when Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees, he said, Before Abraham, I am. I love that because it just shows and it tells us who he, he really is. He wasn't just the son of God. He is God, you know. And so in the beginning, the word, the word was God and the word was with God. And so Jesus was in the beginning. So Enoch walking with God, Enoch 
experience Jesus Christ. And God has given us the same opportunity to experience Jesus Christ and walk with him. And we get to manifest it to the point where we get to please the Lord in walking with him. And that's why the the scripture of Hebrews is so powerful. That you can live a life that is so commendable that God says, my child, my son, my daughter, I'm so well and pleased with you. You know, this is possible. Remember, at the mountain of the transfiguration, where Jesus brought a few of his disciples and they were praying, they said they noticed his countenance changed, that he was transfigured. He changed from what he was in the sense that he was in a level, in a state of purity and consecration. And Elijah and Moses appeared. That's another story altogether. But remember what the Lord said. This is my son whom I am very pleased with. And that's a message for us as well. Because we can also have a situation or have a season or live a life where God tells us, I am pleased with you. The same way Enoch was pleased with God. Enoch pleased God so much that he walked with him. Now can you imagine walking with God? Just imagine yourself waking up. And you're walking with God. You're going to work with God. You're going to your school with God. You're going to your friend's house with God. You're eating, sleeping, drinking, in the bath, everywhere. You're with God. And every time you're with God, he's just telling you, I am so pleased with you. I love you. I'm so pleased with you. I'm so proud of you. You are my child. I'm glad that you are mine. I'm glad that, you know, we're just having this whole intimate relationship together. Can you imagine just walking with God? I don't know about you, but walking with God is amazing. And it's not impossible because Enoch has shown us it is possible. And then again, Jesus Christ has also made sure it is possible because he is the way and he is the truth to our Father in heaven. He is the key that is the entrance to the kingdom of heaven. And this kingdom of heaven is not a life that is meant to be in heaven. It's meant to be here on earth. And the Lord God is telling you that through Jesus Christ, you are going to enter a wonderful experience of knowing him, being intimate with him, being one with him to the point that it pleases our Father in heaven and you walk with the Trinity. You walk with God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Enoch was loyal because a man who walks with God is definitely loyal. Enoch was truthful because God is pure. God is holy. You know, he says in, I think, I believe it's in the book of Jeremiah, you know, in James chapter 4 verse 8, it says, draw near to God and he will draw too near to you. And for you to do that, you have to cleanse your hands and purify your hearts. So Enoch was cleansed. Enoch was pure. And hence he walked with God. Someone who walks with God is obedient. We've definitely seen it from Abraham, who was a friend. So obedience is key and God has made all this possible through Jesus Christ that he we we have that pathway to walk with him we have that opportunity to walk with him and and in developing these traits and behaviors he's not leaving you to do it on on your own he's given us the one true gift that no man no situation no circumstance no job no no anything in this world can give and that is the gift of the Holy Spirit because when you have the Holy
you cannot have. And he's given you the Holy Spirit to teach and guide you on how to get to be a pleasing child and a son of God that you can walk with him. Walk with him to a level that you're translated. You know, people get awed by Enoch never died, he just went. We have been blessed by salvation. We have Zoe. We have eternal life. So the separation of our spirit and our physical bodies is just a cycle of life. But we are also translated unto God through Jesus Christ. And that's the most important thing. Just like Enoch, we have that opportunity to be translated. So you have your salvation. It's time to go through your spiritual transformation. Prayer is so important. It's so important to pray. With the aid and the advocacy of the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ is already interceding for you as we speak. All you have to do is make that time to pray. Build that intimacy. Build that relationship. Build that lifestyle. And that means you have to seek to live for an audience of one. And that's my main point of this whole podcast episode today. The fear of the Lord that Enoch had, had one feature. He lived for an audience of one. He didn't care about the world. He had family, yes. We can see he had sons and daughters. They lived to long years. But Enoch was so pleasing to God because he focused on God. He focused on what God thought. We can't be that generation that continues to focus on the world, the society, what people say, what people think. Do not get me wrong. By all means, I am not saying ignore people, be a snob, be rude, be disrespectful. Absolutely not. What I'm basically saying is your audience is not what my boss is going to think of me or what that guy or who that guy I'm into is going to think of me or what my pastor is going to think of me or my teacher. But it's more of what the Lord thinks of me. Your audience is one and it's upstairs. We tend to look for our audience downstairs and among the earth and by downstairs is when we talk about demonic spirits and evil spirits and principalities of darkness and stuff we need to focus on the lord we need to focus on what god thinks of us and feels about us and sees us and 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 what he wants from us that's our audience jesus christ is our audience the holy spirit is our audience We want to get to the level where we are pleasing to the Lord. That when we walk with him, we don't even have to worry about death. And I dare say this. If Enoch didn't die, we don't have to. I mean, who said? God definitely did not say in the word that Enoch could be the only man who could be translated into heaven. After all, rapture is coming, isn't it? So, not all of us are going to die, you know, and rise again when the Lord returns. We'll be taken up, just like Enoch. So, it is possible. So, what kind of life do you want to live? Until that time comes where the Lord says, Maxine, it's time, let's go. Josh, it's time, let's go. John, it's time, let's go. Lucy, it's time, let's go. What are you going to do? Are you going to worry about, ooh, my audience was the world, my audience was my boss or my person or my husband or my wife, or you were confident and bold knowing that your audience was Jesus Christ. 
So as you start this weekend today, I'd like you to be confident knowing that the Lord God wants you to focus on him. He wants you to make him the king of your heart. He wants to sit on the throne that is in your heart, in your spirit, in your mind, and in your body. And in prayer, in consecration, dwelling in the secret place through the power and the assistance of the Holy Spirit, you will get transfigured. Your countenance will change for you will be enrooted in the word because you're studying the word of God. You're studying the words of Jesus Christ. He is speaking to you. You are drinking from the eternal well of life. That water that he gave the Samaritan woman that he said you will never thirst again. That is what the Lord is here for. So that you can go through this process and be like Enoch. Express a fear of the Lord that is of loyalty, truthfulness, faithfulness, obedience, and manifesting the blueprint that is Jesus Christ. Get going. It's time to walk with God. It's time to live for an audience of one. God bless you guys. I will see you next week.